0: Hello and welcome to the Van Foodster podcast. I am your host, Richard Wallach, covering the food scene in and around the Vancouver area across Canada and beyond. This is episode 54 of the Van Foods here podcast. In this week's episode, I talk about some industry news. I then feature Gong Yu Kitchen and Commissary, newly opened in Pork Aquilum. I then feature Moltaka Restaurant in Gastown. I will then talk about Buck, a new milk alternative, which I just tried. Uh, it's produced locally. I will do a feature on Savio Volpe in Fraser Hood. I will then talk about Lucha Libra Taqueria in downtown Vancouver. We'll feature Cafe Latana on Commercial Drive, and I will talk about some upcoming foodie events, including my IG Live on August 26th, with special guest Brandon Knobbs, owner of Pacific Solutions Contracting. We'll talk about the Wild Salmon Celebration coming up on August 27th to 29th, and the Dumpling Fest Vancouver on October 6th. Lastly, I'll talk about some restaurants that have opened recently in and around the Vancouver area. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at VanFoodster as well as to visit VancouverFoodster.com for everything food in Vancouver and beyond. Uh, you know, there's a whole thing going on this week that uh, Business of Vancouver came out with this uh, awards. I guess they're recognizing the year's best across many different categories and some of the categories are totally valid. They've got some great business leaders there. But when it came down to the chefs, uh, chef's category... They totally missed the mark. Like, all men? What are they thinking? Like, this is... I have no idea who put this list together. I don't know who published it at Business of Vancouver. But, I mean, usually Business of Vancouver is pretty on, on it with things. They totally blew it. And everyone's talking about it. Everybody's outraged. Uh, the whole food community's outraged. The chef community's outraged. There are so many amazing women in our community. Chefs. I've interviewed many over the years. I mean, there's so much... So many contributions by women... This list should at least have half. I mean, it should be totally equal. It should be diverse, and it should um, it should feature everyone who in, in who encompasses our food community in Vancouver. So I really think they missed the mark. A lot of us media are talking about this the past few days, and I really, you know, I don't think it's a list that you can actually you can't change something like this because it's, it's once it's out, it's out. But and there's no going back. But really, like, who blew it? Because this is something that, you know, There, first of all, all the men on there are, are great people. And I've interviewed many of them over the years. I think they're wonderful people. But uh, you really miss the mark there at Business Vancouver because you should have at least 50% women, 50% men uh, recognized in this category. I mean, it'll be a lot. It'll be hard for you to do this because you have to pick up the top, top people. But there are so many incredible women chefs out in our food community. So, like, you know, you guys blew it. I hope you'll... Someone will apologize because no one's apologized yet, and I think you really need to do this. Someone needs to step up to the plate and apologize to the Vancouver food community into why this was done and then why you blew it, and hopefully next time you guys will get it right. Um, so there's a new kitchen and commissary just opened up in Pork Aquilum. So first of all, there, there was a huge shortage for commissaries about six or seven years ago. We talked about this, and then... Um, a bunch started opening up around the city and Burnaby and things and there were a lot going on and they were filling up. And then COVID really changed things in my opinion. There's, um, there's a huge need now for commissaries. There's a, a lot of home businesses started up because uh, of COVID. People were selling through Instagram. Um, a lot of restaurants that were brick mortar restaurants before have now um, converted their restaurants. Some have closed down and gone full on commissary. become ghost kitchens to become like delivery hubs now for all these delivery services that kind of thing so there is a new one i just uh toured it a few days ago it's called gongyu kitchen it actually means in korean it means sharing kitchens so this totally makes sense um they're in uh they're on Seaborn avenue in Port Coquitlam, and uh they've already got some tenants that just started up there's a few tenants there uh they're set up to go 24 hours a day seven days a week so um if you are looking to, if you're a producer, you live in the uh, Tri-Cities area, that's ideally the spot you want to be. Uh, check them out, Gong Yu Kitchen. It's at 950 Seaborn Avenue. You can go look them up on Instagram at Gong Yu, at Gong Yu Kitchen. And um, check out the space. Go for a tour. Check out the space. See um, if it's going to work for you. Uh, they've got all sorts of different packages. They've got full-on kitchen equipment there and a cold pack freezer. Um, so they're totally set up and, um, that's what people do these, days. You got to, uh, you got to embrace things and, uh, look for cost saving uh, methods to get your food and your drink products out there. So definitely want to check that out. Uh, so one of my favorite uh, restaurants in Gastown, or One of my favorite, I mean, it's the only Moroccan restaurant in town. It's been my favorite since they opened, but, uh, Maltaka restaurant. I finally had a chance to revisit them. I haven't been there since last summer. You know, it's ho- so hard with COVID. Like dining in the restaurants, but so I hadn't been there in over a year and I just did. So, had one of my favorite salads, uh, the Moroccan roasted carrot salad, it's a carrot and feta and lemon salad. But the lemons are kind of like preserved lemons, so it's got this really cool taste to it. Very, very refreshing, uh, salad. Also, had their homemade Moroccan semolina bread that's handmade, baked in house in small batches. Uh, had some other harissa hot sauce this is really hot so not really hot but it's got a definitely a heat to it so you don't when you put this on your salads or different things you don't want to put too much on it because that might blow your taste buds but uh, a little bit is good and it's a it's a good one to have so one of my favorite tagines uh is this one and they and they just changed it slightly it's a cardamom duck with figs pear and sesame tagine now previously i had a version of this um, it didn't. I don't believe it had pear in it or sesame. So they've just kind of changed things up a little bit. It's very, very good. So good one to share. You can, if you share that one and share something else, you're in good shape. But uh, it's a duck, duck confit. It's a tender, right off the bone. A braised in a duck consommé, pear, carrots, potatoes, figs. It's just totally delicious. And uh, you can pair it up with some wine, which I did. You can do it with some one of their red wines. I ask, you know, ask them what the best wine is to go. Uh, with this uh, tagine or just check out my website on Banker Food Zero. I've got a whole article about this this week and uh, I've, I've given you some uh, wine choices of what you can uh, pair it up with. I also tried, now this is a new dish, I had not tried this one before. It's a saffron and lemon halal tamana lamb shank. What's something I did learn is i had seen tamana lamb around and I didn't actually know where it was coming from. So it turns out in New Zealand, there's an area of New Zealand called Tamana, so it's just like kind of like an area of Vancouver would be whatever, but it's an area of uh, New Zealand called Tamana, and there's a, lamb, a lot of lamb comes from this region, so this is called Tamana lamb. And basically, what's to me is that there's more meat on the bone here, so there's less fat, more meat on for the these these lambs. These lambs are fed a different type of diet, so you get uh, more meat, less fat. Uh, so uh, this was delicious as well, and you've um, got uh, uh, saffron and Maroc, uh, spice, American spices, sorry, uh, together in this uh, lamb, in this with this lamb chop. It was delicious. And uh, same thing, pick you know, choose a wine you want to go to pair with that one. Also try the Tamana rack of lamb. Now this was done differently. This was done flambeed at our table. It was a full-on eight rack, rack of eight chops, and uh, you know flambate at the table lots of fun i love doing that and uh i love when they do that and they cut it up for you at the table uh served with a uh pepper salad and um it was delicious and then we had the uh, crepe Suzette with figs so that's another dish i've had before Uh, it's flambéed as well this time it comes with figs it didn't before but figs and vanilla ice cream it's totally delicious if you're on a date and you want to do something kind of fun Or, you know, if you're not on a date, you want to do something fun, enjoy this. It's served. You can uh, get it for one or two people uh, or more. And it's uh, table-side flambéed with cognac and Grand Marnier. And then also finish off with their homemade cardamom, cinnamon, and orange cheesecake. This was phenomenal. I'm not hugely a huge cheesecake fan. I mean, I do like cheesecake, but I don't, like, that's not the first cake I'd buy in a bakery. But this was so good, I almost ate the whole thing myself. Uh, so, anyway, uh, great flavors. I love the cardamom, cinnamon, and orange together. It's just very, very good. So, check out Moltaka Moro- uh, Moroccan restaurant. It is open Wednesday night to Sunday night, uh, nightly, and in Gassem. But make a reservation to check them out. They're actually really, really crowded right now. It was full on packed when I was there. And this is great to see. Uh, it's a destination restaurant. And make an advance reservation and going for a birthday, that something special. You will enjoy it. So, I've been uh, experimenting with lots of alternative milks lately. I mean, I actually have no dairy in so I'm fortunate with that and I can drink, I can have dairy. However, um, I had been having cereal, uh, my morning cereal sometimes with a coconut almond milk. I recently tried a Chabani uh, vanilla oat milk, which was very tasty. And then now, um, a new local producer has just come up with a buckwheat milk. Never heard of this before, very interesting. Had to try it. Uh, so they sent me some of their original uh, buckwheat milk, uh, original flavor, and you know it, I put it in my cereal. It tastes good. Um, the only thing there is there isn't much protein, so that was one thing I was hoping for. the more protein in this milk, like the almond milk has, uh, but it doesn't. So not much protein. They do add calcium in, so that is healthy that way. Um, but you know you gotta look at the ingredients when you choose these different milks and see what's work, what works for you, what's best. Um, it is locally produced by St. Michael Foods in North Vancouver. Um, they now have a few different types of uh, milk, so there's even a chocolate buckwheat milk. I have not tried that one, and they've got a few different flavors of gelato. So I have tried their gelato. I've tried the maple walnut, which I loved, and the strawberry. Now my favorite was the malt maple walnut. Um, other people are saying it's their favorite is the strawberry. So it just depends what you like. You know what kind of gelato? What kind of gelato do you like? And but then this is sort of gelato, right? Because it's not made with actually milk. So it is made with their buckwheat alternative milk is a way of putting it Um, but they got pints and they're available in the freezer freezer section so you can definitely want to check that out another spot I went to this week I recently revisited Savio Volpe it's another one of my favorite restaurants but I actually had not dined there for three years so, you know, I had, I did a takeout last year, about a year ago for takeout, but that takeout to me doesn't, doesn't count. It's not the same, but it's all about the dining experience. And this was another packed house. They are full on. You need an advanced reservation to dine here. Uh, so, um, you know, with since COVID, they said since the restrictions have uh, dropped, uh, it doesn't matter if it's a Monday night, it's a Thursday night, or it's a Friday night. This restaurant is full house every single night. So kudos to them, because first of all, we know about the staff shortage around the city around the province around the country but not here and i was like curious like why is why did they are they able to get all these staff so apparently it boils down to this you treat your staff well you pay your staff well you give them benefits you give them great working conditions and a really good flow um through the night and you know you've got staff that want to be with you they're 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 just jovial they're excited to be there so your customer service is like even better than it in other places. So these guys have nailed it. So kudos to Paul and Craig and everybody who's involved in Savio Volpe. You've done a great job. And <clears throat> it's just dining there is a pleasure. And delicious food, of course. So I uh, I tried a bunch of different dishes. I'm, these dishes actually I've never had before. So this was great to have. So uh, the first one was the burrata. <clears throat> It's a burrata from Puglia in Italy and it was just a stunning dish with a basil pesto and marcona almonds. I also like the watermelon salad. It was done with purslane. So if you don't want to know what purslane is, it's kind of like an herb kind of but it's uh it is kind of growing wild out there. You have to you have to know about this, but it's actually a superfood and it's actually very good for you. So eat lots of purslane and uh, eat it in this watermelon salad which which was really refreshing. I think it was a very adventurous salad um because it had jalapeno jalapeno in it. So that was strong. I got a piece of that and I was like, "Whoa." But uh Macedonian feta, aged balsamic, really really tasty salad. Also tasty salad was the zachlin tomatoes. So zachlin Farm local they make them ama- they grow amazing tomatoes. I don't know what they be- that they do to make these tomatoes so good, but every time I have these tomatoes it's like Wow, these tomatoes are so good! So kudos, Zachlin, for producing such incredible uh, produce uh, locally. Um, so tomatoes, cucumbers, basil, ricotta, and a prosecco dressing. It was very, very good. Um, then uh, just had a just a spirit-free cocktail that night. It was a homemade. Eranchi, Aaron I get this wrong. Aranchine, I no, Eranchita. I can't. How come I can't spell this? Eranchita is you get this in the can usually, but they've made their own. And it's very very tasty. So on to the pastas. They make everything in house. Um, I'll talk about Latana in a minute because that's another one of their restaurants. But they actually they're making pasta in house. But they're not making it for Savio. Savio is making their own pasta in house. This was delicious. Cold agnolotti. Del Plin, it's with chicken and pork, stuffed in agnolotti, with a red wine and crispy sage sauce. Wow, I could have eaten the whole thing. I was sharing, but I could have had the whole thing. It was delicious. Very, very good dish. Uh, believe So that one is on the menu for a while, I think. Um, And then they had a linguine special for the night. It was a Quadra Island BC Honey Mussels, served in a sauce of saffron, white wine, jalapeno, and fennel pollen served on fresh house made linguine another great dish really really good and then uh, had the uh, one entree the uh, halibut it was a uh, fish so actually fresh ideas uh, here is the supplier of this halibut and so that's great that they are recognized on this menu it's fish halibut zucchinis cipollini onions butter fennel pollen it was delicious very very melt in your mouth halibut it just the whole dish was very very good Also had the marinated zucchini side dish. This is a side dish. They have several side dishes. Uh, Zucchini with fennel pollen, again, chili and pine nuts. Very, very tasty dish. And then for dessert, did something a little bit different. Normally, I always go for their chocolate tart. I've had that many, many times, but I was not in the mood for that that night because we had a lot of food, a lot of heavy kind of pastas and that kind of thing. So I wanted to try something different. And what I found out, this was not there when I was there three years ago. They now have a rotating selection of gelato and sorbetto on the menu every night. They have a board in the in the restaurant you can look up. And like every night or during the week, they change the flavors. So based on the season and what the farmer has, they change the uh, flavors. So they offer six different flavors of gelato and um, sorbetto. So I had the sweet corn gelato. Now, I love sweet corn gelato. I love corn gelato, corn ice cream, but it's hard to get. You can only get it this time of year and not many places around the city. You'll have a few fine dining restaurants do it. Um, Rain or Shine usually does it. I don't know if they've done it this year, but uh, so I so was like sweet corn gelato. I'm in and it was delicious. Very, very buttery. Very, very good. And uh, Larry had the espresso stretchatella. I love stretchella usually, but because I can only choose one flavor, you know corn was on my thing but they had some interesting flavors they also had a dark chocolate tomato now i don't know what that would taste like chocolate tomato gelato i'm not sure um the server said it was good but you know i don't know like just to me it sounded a bit weird but anyway sweet corn was very good so check out savio volpe they're open every night uh, so I think from 5 p.m. onwards, uh, make a reservation. You're going to have to make a reservation there in advance because there's no way you're going to get in on the last minute unless somebody has canceled because it's a very popular restaurant, Fraser Hood, um, really, really good Italian fare, and you're going to enjoy it. And uh, another spot, and this is a spot I actually had not been to before. It's called Lucha Libra Taqueria. It's at uh, 722 Nelson, downtown Vancouver. They're currently in my margarita challenge, so I had a chance to try their Jamaica margarita the other day i also tried some tacos i had not been there before but the tinga de pollo taco it's a chicken taco the rajasco taco is a uh, corn and the garbanzo and lemon so it's a garbanzo like a chickpea kind of uh, uh taco that was very very tasty and also had their three milk cake which was huge <laughs> so could have shared that i was by myself that night uh it was very very big but uh, great spot, uh, Mexican food. They're open late. They're open, I believe, till ten now. They're going to be open till midnight soon. Uh, so definitely want to check them out. Right near Gravel on down in downtown Vancouver. Um, also Cafe Latana. So it's another spot I had a chance to visit this week, um, and I had not been there in a while. I did a takeout from them last year, but I actually haven't dined in there in a couple of years. But um, try their farro and chickpea salad. That was very very tasty. Uh, just like. Uh, I love the dressing, Italian dressing. It was just really, really good flavors, too. It's salsa verde in there. Um, also tried a couple pastas. They do make handmade pastas every day there. Uh, they feature two new selections every week. They also have the spaghetti meatballs are on, like, all the time. They'll never take that off the menu, but they have two uh, of their own pastas. They uh, feature every week two so different ones. So uh, Chef Vishmayakar is involved in this, and he's doing different pastas, like, every day. So... The sun-dried tomato and ricotta tortelli I had, which was delicious, with an artichoke and caper sauce, um, toasted walnut shaved asiago. It was just very, very good. Also, was a to- t- two-tone pappardelle. Now, it was interesting. When I looked at this dish, I thought, wow, that looks like prosciutto. That's odd that they have got prosciutto in the pasta, but it's not prosciutto. It's two-tone pasta. So, they are doing a pappardelle, and you've got a uh, just two different colors of um, the noodles, which is really cool. So, it comes with a pistachio mint pesto arugula and burrata and a lemon oil that was also delicious but so you know every week you're gonna go there you're gonna find different pastas embrace it enjoy it try something new try something different um, that's what's there and then they also have pasta you can uh, fresh so you can take home and cook yourself so if you want to do something at night and you just want to pick up some fresh pasta you can do that pick up some sauce if you like or make your own sauce and um, you have a meal for yourselves at home uh, also tried uh, now they do something this is they hadn't had this before bombolini so they're like Italian donuts uh, they make um, same thing they change them up like every week different flavors so I tried the Mexican chocolate and I also tried the vanilla black pepper my favorite was the Mexican chocolate by far um, vanilla and black pepper although it would be a great one to go together I did not taste the black pepper at all um, but the Mexican chocolate was just like Bang on, really good. So check that out. Had a Cortado as well. I love their coffee. It's always very good. So there's lots you can do there. One cool thing is that they're offering now is because when Chef Vish joined, he had some ideas. And he has his W set in uh, in wine. So he's uh, officially a sommelier as well. And uh, he knows his wine. So um, they are now doing a complimentary wine tasting every Saturday afternoon from 12 to 3 p.m. It's uh, wine and sips. You can just come by, and they'll be pouring um, some wine from one of their um, from their selection, uh, either, either Italian or a BC wine, and they'll be pouring complimentary samples of the wine uh, paired up with some of their different uh, foods, appetizers. So uh, you know what? You can go down, you can meet some people, check out what they have on offer, and it's free. So something to do on a Saturday afternoon, especially now that the weather is obviously changing because it's not hot and sunny anymore. Um, today it's cloudy, and um, you know, when it's rainy, that gives you something to do on the drive when it's raining. So, check that out. Some upcoming foodie events for you. Uh, my IG Live, my next IG Live is coming up this Thursday, August 26th at 2 p.m. with my special guest, Brandon Knobs, owner of Pacific Solutions Contracting. They are a company that builds restaurants. So, we are going to be talking about the design and building of restaurants. They've done several of them in Vancouver that you will know about. They have done all the nooks, all the nook restaurants in Vancouver. They have built from scratch. They have done so many restaurants and they're doing so many restaurants right now because it is booming in Vancouver. You'd be surprised. I mean, this may not be the case across the country, but with COVID, I mean, it's not ended. People are, you know, pandemic is not over yet. I mean, of course, there were, you know, where we were signs that it was over. It's not over. But, anyways, it doesn't matter because. In the process of all of this, and some restaurants closing, other restaurants are opening, these guys are booming busy because everyone's contracting contacting them, they want to open a restaurant. So we're going to talk about that and how do you actually open a restaurant besides you can open a restaurant, but you know, like, how do you build, how do you find a builder? How do you design a restaurant? There's so many things to know. So Brandon we will talk about this. So Instagram live, my Instagram live at Van Foods Thursday afternoon, August 26, 2 p.m. Join us please. Um, now the Wild Salmon Celebration is coming up. This is the 5th annual uh, for it. It's August 27th to 29th. It's put on by the uh, Chef's Table Society of BC. And you know, it's celebrating the salmon that we have here in our local waters, which is wonderful. Uh, the way they're doing it this year, though, is um, there are a bunch of uh, participating restaurants across BC uh, involved here. Um, the salmon is provided to them from Organic Ocean and uh they each featured a dish which will be on their menu as a special feature running all the weekend so august 27th to 29th so you've got a whole bunch of different restaurants here several of them i've been to maybe there's a couple that i've not been to but um lisa at uh, sobo in tofino i love lisa's restaurant so she's involved there um you've got popina cantina in vancouver with Ang- chef angus ann robert belcham and hamid selman and they're together um there they're doing a dish and then you've got uh, boulevard kitchen and oysterware with alex chen and roger ma you've got Mian i've not been to this restaurant of trent Tre jordan and alex Tangley have done a dish there uh chef fish mayakar cafe latana he has got a beautiful salmon dish i got a, a preview of i saw it took a fo- i saw the photo of his dish the other day you definitely want to try that one there at cafe latana uh ken nakano at ara a waterfront restaurant and patio in, in, in Laurel Point is doing a dish. I I, I know Ken, but I have never been to this restaurant before, and he's been he's only been there for a little while. At uh, actually, I'll take that back. I have been to the restaurant, but I was there about seven years ago. So they went through a, re, a renovation uh, recently at Laurel Point, but uh, Ken was not there. So Ken is, is just is there recently. And then uh, Quails Gate Winery, uh, Roger Silliman, and uh, I have not been to that one. Uh, James Walt is El, El Caminetto El in Whistler i've not been I've been to many of umberto's restaurants but not that one and that one now is owned by i believe the top table group uh, so uh, definitely check that out if you love salmon as much as i love salmon and you live in around anywhere these these restaurants are located definitely make a reservation in advance and check them out on August 27th to 29th my Dumpling Fest Vancouver is coming up. My third annual, well, almost annual because we didn't do it last year because of COVID, but almost annual Dumpling Fest Vancouver coming up October 6th. It's a Wednesday night from 6 to 10 p.m. Uh, between downtown Vancouver and Mount Pleasant. So you'll, we have Cold Tea Restaurant doing a Vietnamese, Chinese. They'll be doing dumplings, uh, dumpling plates. We've got uh, Do Chai Vegetarian uh, Vegan in uh, Yaletown, uh, Vietnamese as well doing uh, some uh, different types of dumplings, and then Mizell, some doing Mexican dumplings, so empanadas, that kind of thing, uh, in Mount Pleasant, and uh, some more restaurants. So get your tickets now through Eventbrite. Uh, they are $39 right now. They jump to $49 after August 27th, so you want to get that soon. And uh, through Eventbrite, or look at, it, look at it for Vancouver Foods, so you can find a, a little uh, blurb on the Dumpling Fest coming up on October 6th. So that's it. Thank you for listening to this week's show. Tune into the next episode next week to hear more interviews with chef and cookbook authors, as well as other features. Please tell your friends about this podcast and have them subscribe to the Van Foodster podcast and Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Play, and Amazon Music to hear my weekly show covering the food scene in and outside of Vancouver.